Inclusive Cork is an organisation with a goal to transform organisations into inclusion leaders, offering practical solutions that impact outcomes and remove the myths, the fears and the stereotypes associated with disability. Claire Keneally is from Inclusive Cork and she joins us on the line to tell us more today about, I understand Claire, we're talking about language training, is that correct? That's right, Arthur. We're going to talk about language to use and avoid when it comes to disability. Mm, Very good. Uh, Language, of course, in itself is a powerful tool. Day to day, of course, communication is one thing, but often we we perhaps don't spend enough time thinking perhaps about the language we can use in the context of those, especially with disabilities. Absolutely, Arthur. And language is always evolving. So um, I might mention a few words today and people might go, oh, I always say that. Don't worry about it. I mean, maybe you didn't know. That's what education is about. That's what this program is about. That's what Inclusive Cork is about, is letting you know what's the correct way now so that you, especially in the workplace or, you know, in an educational setting, that you're not unintentionally um, you know, saying something wrong to somebody and hurting their feelings because it's all about working together and being included and language is a huge part of it. It's interesting you were mentioning about language being an evolving thing. The other day I was in the park with my boy, my five-year-old, and uh, he was going to climb a tree and he looked at me kind of like as if kind of for reassurance, reaffirm- for affirmation that he could do it. And I said to him, go on, I said, be bold. And he turned and he looked at me, he says, what? But yeah. you know, I suppose it's depending on how, how we interpret it, but language does change, you know. But uh, that, yeah. in terms of the workplace, t- tell us more about this importance. Well, in terms of the workplace, I suppose, with all legislation and everything, you have to be careful that you are using the correct language and that you're not in any way discriminating against somebody by using any language or that um, could in any way, you know, hurt them. All right. So will we just get started and I'll give you some examples? Two, please Um, give some examples there. Okay. so I suppose the number one word to avoid, right, we're in 2020, we do not use the word handicapped anymore. Okay, Mm. so that's number one. Mm. All right. And when I tell people where the word comes from, then they understand why we don't use it anymore. So the word handicapped comes from a time when people with disabilities, people like me, because I'm vision impaired, we were sitting outside of institutions like churches, for example, with our cats in our hand begging for alms. Mm-hmm. Because people with disabilities before were such, were still a marginalised group, but we were a, such a marginalised group that there was no social welfare system for us. There was no work for us. There was, you know, we were very much living on the margins of society and we had our cap in our hand begging for money so that we could buy food. So that's how the word handicapped comes. And we don't want to be described as those people anymore um, because we're not. And um, we now have the, you know, a human rights model in place um, in terms of the UN Convention on the Rights of People with Disabilities. So avoid the word handicapped. Please use the word disabled people or people with disabilities. Now, when it comes to social model, most a lot of people would say you have to use disabled people because it's the society that disables us. But I use them interchangeably, either disabled people or people with disabilities. And I describe myself as that sometimes. I'm a person with a disability or I'm a disabled person. It depends on the situation. So Mm -hmm. that's number one to avoid. But I'll always give you what to use as well. Mm -hmm. So number two to avoid is 
right? There's a lot of language that kind of brings tragedy and sympathy to disability. And I suppose those of us with disabilities, we want to kind of move on from this narrative, that it's a very old-fashioned narrative. So avoid words like, oh, he's afflicted by, or oh, she suffers from, or oh, they're victims of when it comes to disability. Just say he has epilepsy, mm-hmm. or, you know, she is, Claire is vision impaired. All right, just say, state what it is, but avoid all this subjective language like suffers and afflicted and victim of. Does that make sense? It does, it does indeed. It brings it brings clarity to it instead of the ambiguity of perhaps, as you were saying, antiquated words and antiquated expressions, which are, don't really describe the meaning or are not effective in any way. And ex- what you said there, ambiguity, like there's no ambiguity. I'm vision impaired or I'm deaf or, you know, I um, have epilepsy, right? You're stating your condition as opposed to, oh, I'm suffering from vision impairment. I'm not. It's a condition, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and there's nothing I can do about it, right? So the next one then, when it comes to wheelchairs, avoid confined to a wheelchair or wheelchair bound. Avoid that. Instead, what you use is wheelchair user. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, we're having a meeting, Arthur. Um, yeah, we're going to have, um, John is a wheelchair user. And so make sure that we have, you know, the meeting is going to take place in room one because that accommodates wheelchairs you know it maybe is larger or whatever so you don't say oh john is wheelchair bound you know or john is confined to a wheelchair right he's mm-hmm. john is a wheelchair user or we're going to have two wheelchair users at the conference next week so let's ensure every you know all the ramps everything are in place do you know what i mean yep it's very straightforward um, so straightforward language um avoid mentally handicapped mentally defective retarded avoid those words Instead, use words like the singular learning disability, like Mary has a learning disability, or they have learning disabilities, like singular and plural learning disabilities, instead of your mentally handicapped, mentally defective, retarded, which are words like I would have grown up with. Those were how people would have described people, you know, and so that's gone. All right. Um, Avoid a cripple, Mm -hmm. an invalid. Mm-hmm. use disabled person mm-hmm. or person with disabilities. Okay? Makes a lot um, more sense, yep. Yeah, so avoid that. Um, avoid, okay, this is an interesting one because I suppose we all use words around mental health. We can use a lot of very negative words. So avoid like, a men- he's a mental patient, insane, mad, he's crazy or she's crazy, right? Avoid that and use person with mental health condition. Um, And as you know, in Ireland and all over the world, there's a lot of stigma around mental health, but we really need to um, look at mental health just like we do with any other part of our body. If I broke my leg, I would be able to say I've broken my leg. And especially now in this time of, you know, lockdown and pandemics, if I say, you know, I'm feeling very anxious or I'm feeling a bit depressed or I'm feeling very alone, that we can just state that as opposed to feeling like you're going insane. You're not, you know, you just have to manage your Mm. mental health. Mm -hmm. We all have to manage our mental health. There is nobody on this planet who doesn't have to manage their mental health because life can be hard. 
Indeed, indeed. There's, there's enough troubles out there. There's enough barriers for people without everyday people, without, you know, the, the obstacles of misinterpretation and ambiguity and, you know, uncertainty about terms and, of course, terms as well, which label and suppress people. So it's, it's good to avoid such. And that's it, exactly. Labels that suppress people or that keep people, people in a box. It's just state it as it is and let people get on with their lives. Right. When it comes to the deaf community, avoid deaf and dumb. And I actually heard this at a meeting recently. I was at a conference and someone said to me, oh, I have a client who's deaf and dumb. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, like mm. I actually hadn't heard anyone use it. Mm-hmm. And then there they are standing in front of me using it. I was like, no, 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 we don't say that. Mm. So avoid deaf and dumb or deaf mute. What you use is deaf. Or a person who uses Irish Sign Language, ISL. Mm-hmm. Or a person with hearing loss. All right? Mm-hmm. You can say he is deaf, she is deaf. Now, what people might see is sometimes um, someone describing themselves as deaf with a capital D or deaf with a small d, right? When it's deaf with a capital D, it's probably somebody who was born deaf into a deaf family, and they describe themselves as culturally deaf, right? So ISL is their first language, and they are deaf. Often when people lose their hearing during their lifetime, they describe themselves as deaf with a small d, because English was probably still their first language, and and they may never learn ISL, So they're very reliant on lip reading or they're very reliant on captions. And I'm really pushing businesses and Cork to caption as much as they can online, you Mm -hmm. know, because it's not just the deaf community who use captions. Like research has shown now that a lot of younger people use captions. So they might be watching, say, a television screen on mute. And then they're listening to something on their phone, you know, and they're Mm -hmm. reading the captions like they're multitasking. Mm. Captions can be used in many ways. Or say if you're listening to something and you're on public transport, you might choose to turn down the volume and just read the captions. So it's um, a very good business decision to caption as much as you possible. And certainly in educational institutions, now that everything's moving online, it really should be um, captioned. Interesting, of course. Captions are a relatively new thing, much like everything else. You know, language is changing, the way we communicate is changing, everything's much more bite sized. So, because it's more concentrated, of course, it's important to, to, to get your head around what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't want anyone beating themselves up today now going, oh, I'm using the wrong word, but now you're learning. You know, um, we're all learning. I learn every day. You know, there's just something new in the disability world every day because we are evolving and I always want to follow best practice. So what I'm giving your listeners today is best practice. Indeed. It's about understanding how to approach it reasonably, how to approach it in a smart way. As we said, that's not going to suppress anybody or to avoid ambiguity and so forth. So it's good. Communication is good. Communication is evolving the way we do so. So it's important to keep on top of that. Claire, tell us again, how can people get more information on what we're talking about and indeed about Inclusive Cork? Okay, well, with Inclusive Cork, I am, I have a website, inclusivecork.ie. I'm also on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. So um, anyone can check me out there. My name is Claire Kennelly. And um, yeah, I do a podcast, actually, Arthur. So that would be um, a great place to start. If people are interested in learning more about disability, and I've interviewed a lot of people with disabilities in Cork, people who have navigated the education system and the employment system successfully 
and they're sharing their learnings with younger people. So, um, yeah, check out the Disruptability podcast. It's on SoundCloud, Spotify, um, Acast, iTunes. It's everywhere. And it really is for all stakeholders. It's not just for disabled people. It's for the parents. It's for the teachers. It's for um, people managers and organizations because we talk about everything around disability and how to move forward. We need to bring the conversation forward, you know, around disability. Indeed. It's great to touch base with you, Claire. Thanks so much for your time. And we hope to touch base with you again soon. Absolutely. An absolute pleasure. Thank you, Arthur. Thank you for your time. Claire Kennelly from Inclusive Cork. Thank you so much for your time. This is Life FM.